Uh, I'm gonna start now. Okay. Um, welcome to my podcast. Uh, this is Bree, and I'm here with my friend Sheila. Uh, for a Scorpio podcast today, and Sheila has four planets in Scorpio, and they're all in the house of Scorpio, even. So she is the prime person to talk to about Scorpio energy. And I'm so happy to talk to her today. Thanks Mm -hmm. for being on my podcast, Sheila. Oh, we'd love, happy to share it. (laughs) Happy to share my Scorpio. Okay, so um, I first off want to start by you telling the story of uh, finding your birth time. Right. Because that like in itself was just Scorpio, like you're using your intuition and you were like um, diving deep. It, like investigative work to like to find this picture before you got here <laughs> so I want to hear about it actually that what you what you say is not even it's 50 percent of what really happened is going on here I wouldn't even be able to tell you the intensity of the drive to find something and solve it because mm-hmm. it, it, it's you, you almost cannot uh, get it across to most people would not would understand this um so yeah you gave me a te- you sent me a text and asked me my time mm-hmm. I knew where I was born but I couldn't remember my time and I knew I had my mother's stuff and I knew I had this card and I knew it was somewhere and I wasn't just doing that I was doing many things to get out of the house mm-hmm. to go to a yin practice um and I'm going through this house because I have to have this now because I would have been defeated to come to you without it because I knew where it was. And I went to probably a, a drawers, not just once, but several times. Mm-hmm. I must have missed it. I, I repeated my steps so many times. I can see that card and I'm talking to myself and I cannot find mm-hmm. that card and I'm going through the house and I'm doing everything. And I cannot find this card. And I'm like, oh, I got it. And I went to another spot. Defeated give up give up not able to packing up to go one more spot i'm gonna do it again and i this went on for quite some time so i run into the this room where i'm looking and i open up and i know it's not in there and i open up these drawer i don't even remember i was it was such i think i was blind at that point because i can't find it and all of a sudden it's in my hand i'm like where the okay now is it there so i'm ripping this 63 year old cardboard thing open with my picture on it I didn't even know it was even in there so it's, it shocked me when I saw it I, I had to be brought to it by something my mother had to finally give in to me she knows I'm a crazy person and I rip it open and there and lo and behold there it is the time my oh father my I mean the joy that comes in with the success of that <laughs> would not meet most people but I was like like okay well my planets are online now and now I can function Oh my gosh, please show right? it to the camera. Right. Can, I function? Can, I function? <laughs> Can I function now calmly? Yes, because I found it. Because you found the birth time. I found the birth and time. And we were able to look at your chart with your birth time. Right. And, and I needed to do that because if I didn't, I would do this interview and then tomorrow I'd be still looking. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. That's, uh-huh. how, that's, how, that's what Scorpios do. They never give up. It's true. That's the first, the very first question I have for Scorpio actually is that Scorpios are known to be great investigators. 
And is so that what you call us though? Investigators? Investigators. They dive deep into the information and they need to like, you know, go all the way into one thing and, and complete that process. Must complete it. Um, before must complete, you know, you move on. And so yes, my you, right. question was going to be like, in what areas of life do you do this? But what areas of life do I do this? <laughs> if it's all of them, I mean, I don't know. Um, dive deeping, dive deeply, diving right? deep, okay. like like you did today with well, with, with not picture. with that, but also becoming a nurse, diving deeply. Mm-hmm. Okay, having this ability to um, dive deep without it really taking a lot of effort to see something before something's happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's just intuitive. Yeah. And it was like that when I was, you know, a young girl, not even knowing this, um, when someone said that my, I'm very observant. So I don't know if that goes along with investigative, mm-hmm. but my observation skills are like, and, and they're so strong that I don't understand why other people aren't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this, the strong sense is just there. Right. Yeah. And like, in my, and I'm married to a Libra who just sort of floats and I'm like, there's no depth I'm like how do you not just know these things you know I mean because for me it just is there you know Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of effort put into observing things and then they just get in your brain and they file cabinet yeah they're they're, they're there for you without effort Mm -hmm. well sometimes but but they're there and I don't understand how other people don't have that yeah, and I would really, so Scorpio is a water sign, Pisces is a water sign as well, so we're like diving deep into the energy of other people and the energy of situations, and I feel like the other signs don't often do that as much, Right. and so they we might get frustrated because we don't understand how people can't sense what's going on underneath the surface, like all the feelings that are going on and all of the like, um, the underlying energy. And we can, and we were like, how do you not see this? But other people really are just like, I don't know. I can't sense it. Well, I mean, I mean, I've just always has said, I mean, I went to be a nurse because I'm very observant. I observed things before. And that's what you have to do to be a nurse. You want to be able to have this observation skill Mm -hmm. that you can catch things and see things. And, and I don't want to get into the field I'm in, but I was in as a NICU nurse, just having a baby cry differently than the day before can oh, make yeah. all the difference. And, sense and I, and yeah. I know that I'm like, something's wrong mm-hmm. type thing. And, and, oh, that's such a, like, and how do you, such a challenge, such a right, skill. Right. But yeah. how, and how, you know, how do you explain that? And how do you say to someone like, look, at I know something's wrong. And it's always been that way, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that early on. I mean, that takes time to develop and understand that. You didn't understand that at 19. Yeah. No way. <laughs> There's no way. It just is, it becomes clearer as you age mm-hmm. and it becomes more, you know, insightful by all means. Yeah. And I, I feel, I don't know if this goes with Scorpio. I feel like I can reflect upon myself very easily. Yeah. You know, that those deeper reflections for sure upon myself, yeah. upon my behavior, mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. how I even am, like even maybe laugh at it sometimes. <laughs> like, I know that's crazy, but that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay saying it. You know, I'm not I'm yeah. afraid to say that. It definitely is a part of it. And I'll get to that, mm-hmm. that question in just a second. Okay. But um, then my next question is so Scorpio is one of the fixed signs of the zodiac. So fixed, meaning that like, and there's a lot of 
consistent energy and they like like the same routines and like doing things that um that they can maybe like expect <clears throat> and so um have you found in your life that there's things that uh you have done that you find it hard to do differently because they're like things you've always done absolutely yeah yeah I yeah it's almost it's I I attribute it to um OCD I call mm -hmm. myself obsessive compulsive I don't feel I have the disorder because I am able to you know function if it doesn't go that way but I can see that um like nature of myself <laughs> yeah you know I always say my OCD drove me this way my OCD you know it dry it drives me to have this you know consistent constant um, not perfection, but what my what my order. I need order. Mm -hmm. I I do not function in in mess. I I, I have to make it neat to to function. In yeah. It, right. Uh -huh. I mean that's all I can say because you know. All right. Let's take an example for people. Um, I want to cook in the kitchen. My husband's made it a mess. I can't. I don't want to cook that way. I have to make it neat first. Then I can cook. And then when I cook, it stays orderly. Mm, okay, is yeah. that part of it? Order, fixed, fixed. Put it back. Yeah. Order, neat. There's a control too to that. Uh huh. I mean, to watch someone be so messy is like, oh my goodness. And so I became a NICU nurse. And guess what happens when you're a NICU nurse? That's where I belonged. Mm -hmm. I fell right into my spot. I'm like. I can keep my whole environment neat. You have to have OCD. You have to be neat. You yes. will not make it. You will not. You found a great profession oh, that works with gosh, your energy. I said it a hundred times over because my house would be messy with four kids, but I went to work and made it orderly. Mm -hmm. So I was able to fulfill this need. Yeah. I had to have neatness. And it was, I mean, everything had to be in a spot. It's, I, I thrive best in order. Mm -hmm. I do not do as well in mess and if it is a mess i will make it orderly so i can thrive makes a lot of sense with it being a fixed sign okay yes well, good i'm glad that it does then because <laughs> these are really things about me that i'm not afraid to say anymore <laughs> you know i'm glad it seems like you do have a lot of self-awareness you're like you know this is how i am i have Which a lot of people don't but you do i i do i i i'm not afraid of it either mm -hmm. i mean maybe early on i didn't know what was going on it's just, you know, accepting. Mm -hmm. um, but now I can see the clarity of the needs I need. And I'm okay with talking about it, obviously. Yeah. I have no problem. I really don't. <laughs> Communicating this feeling, especially with working with other women who are a lot like this. And um, we value people who are like myself, the order. Mm -hmm. Because it just really makes what we did a lot easier to have this it's all needed like everyone's skills and natural energy that they come in with is needed because you know there's all these different parts of the wheel that need to be played out and um so I always say it's like some people might view it as like a weakness but it's a strength it's, everything is a weakness and a strength just like depending on how you play it out depending on how you play it out right yeah. I refuse to probably say figures to use that as a weakness mm -hmm. I may have been spoken to in the past that it was a weakness and I don't know it may have bothered me but now as you I found age, a way to make it a strength yes yeah and now I refuse to think that anyone would use that against me I definitely see that strength mm -hmm. and I will not let anyone um do that to me mm -hmm. I mean when you're younger it's harder yeah to um 
people ridic you know, ridicule you or put you down for something. And sometimes I look back at some of that as almost being a jealousy of the fact that what they can't do, that I do, I am able to do because really, mm -hmm. you know, to honesty, I am just to my own detriment. I've said it a few times. I'm a, I, I can be my own detriment, you know? Yeah, but you're I'm, aware of it. I am. Thank goodness. I love it, it took a while to figure that one out, but I'm like, you know, cause I'll often say, I'm like, I've done something. I've done something to my own detriment. I keep going. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm still, I might still be doing it, but I am aware of um, that. And I think my kids sort of help me see that. Yeah. That's a good, a good reflection. I know Helene has a lot of, uh, this is Helene's mom, by the way, by the way. <laughs> if you know Helene. Um, yeah, she's, she's quite, you know, they have spoken to me about, you know, my character and I listen mm -hmm. and I do see what they say. It's not that it's going to completely change me because it's not going to, I still will look at it as a positive. Well, everything's a mirror. So whatever they're saying to you is what they see in themselves. Right. So every time Helene's like, <laughs> mom, so it's because yeah. she's doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> Which they're the ones, you know, that sort of brought it out to me that, you know, you know, you can, you're going to harm yourself sometimes in the things that you try to attempt to do, mm -hmm. you know, outside with working with stuff. Like I won't give up on something. If something is heavier than myself, I'm going to move it yeah. and I will do it on my own. And I will not ask for anybody's help because I am so stubborn. Very stubborn. That will, the quote phrase, mm -hmm. hard headed, stubborn, like say that to me and 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 like yes I am and let me let me really I will not ask for help I will to my own detriment even sometimes so harm get, myself you got to get through the process you got to get the process done for you to feel like it's complete right that's right yeah it's got to be done <laughs> by me because guess what ready for this one you're gonna like this one because if it's done by me it'll be done the right way mm -hmm. others can't do that right <laughs> I'm gonna say it. It's what it is. Sometimes I think it. I'm gonna say it. Right? Yeah. But I do give into it sometimes, though. You know, That's even though I if I see, let's just use Helene only for an example. That you know, I see her doing something that I don't think is the right way. I still sometimes will give myself credit and back off and just let her do it. Yeah. Even though I know I could jump in there and do it correctly, <laughs> and but I'm like, nope, I gotta back off a little bit. So I do, you know. Mm hmm. I do try to do that. Well, sounds like you have uh, noticed like good boundaries as you go through. Of, like, well, I'm not going to jump in and do it for her or say what she should do. I'm going to let her do yeah. it, even though I think it's you know learning boundaries is part of that Scorpio uh, yeah. boundaries. Journey. That's that's a new word. Yeah, I've been using it a lot lately. I'm using it more and more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find myself using that word for the reason why I'm not going to do something. Well. I'm going to set, I set some boundaries and see like everyone really responds to that phrase. Yeah. You know, it's healthy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's healthy, but it's for me, it's just, you know, a reason not to, to do something that I could do, but I'm not going to, because I really got to set boundaries because mm -hmm. I, because I would push myself. Well, to continue with that, mm -hmm. I have this, uh, this next question is about, there's two animals that are typically associated with um, Scorpio and one is the scorpion right and the other is the phoenix rising from the ashes 
Huh. And so um, I knew the scorpion, but I didn't know the phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah, not a lot of people have heard that. Um, but uh, from the type of astrology that I study, I, I kind of see how both are relevant and they relate to both sides of the sign. So scorpion is like, you know, can be snippy or can like um, attack when it feels threatened. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side of the phoenix rising from the ashes is like, Scorpios tend to go through a lot of really intense things in their life. Mm-hmm. And so it like um, Scorpio is a sign of uh, spiritual transformation. And so uh, they typically will have a lot of intense things happen. And that's just kind of their reality and the nature of things. And that's just how they see their life. And so they're kind of seen as this person that has changed because of everything that they've been through. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, have you had like some intense situations in your life? Uh, that you would say that you've risen up out of which you don't have to share about them you don't have to share what they are but I do kind of want to hear about like you know maybe like what you've learned Mm. from them or like how you've like transformed because of them intense well at my age absolutely now I just want to mention the scorpion thing as a young girl knowing that Scorpio the scorpion was my sign and just the way the animal was was almost embarrassing to be that and to be that sign Uh because of their you know their stinging quality they weren't looked upon the animal as a nice animal right so you're a young kid watching your astrology sign which I used to read in the newspaper Mm -hmm. I was like oh my god how embarrassing that's why I saw that's what that's scorpion why do I have to get something like that why couldn't I get like my brother like you have these nice fish you know or something I mean that's just a young kid that's I'm just yeah going from a back memory about it but now of course I look at it differently have I had yes of course I've had very intense things happen to me to me specifically or outside people around me outside people around me absolutely I have dealt with mental health in the family issues severe mental health Mm -hmm. that you know um I've had to be the complete leader and in charge of it of all aspects of that mental health um and secondly what another you know illnesses mm-hmm. i mean i had anaplasmosis which was a tick bite i'm just thinking of intense things right yeah yeah that's i intense. mean that was intense <laughs> um i get bit by a tick have no idea what it is and i'm in the hospital for four days half dead because um i've got scientifically you know enlarged spleen and septic shock and hyper you know, portal vein hypertension and having no idea why. Mm. So until they find out that it was a tick bite and a bacterial infection. So yeah, that was, and that still bothers me. Like I still re, um, relive that. Yeah. And that was in that 2019. I mean, I can't go back too far because, you know, you don't want to get into high school, the intensity things that happened in high school and deaths of friends, you know, suicide, homicide, you know, um, in high school. I mean, there's a lot of trauma Wow. Yeah. in everyone's life. Mm-hmm. so yeah I have definitely risen through all, a lot of different things like yeah and there's no way you live and you don't it's true I can't you, you, it's impossible so and I don't Scorpio think I'm not... reminds us of that I feel like um anybody that's able to live like the first portion of their life without much trauma like it comes in the second part of their life where everyone they know is is dying and then they're they're dealing with that but kind of seems like Scorpio um starts out with that in like the first part of their life of like intense things kind of happening intense thing I mean my grandmother dying at the age of 11 Mm. I mean the first 
death experience was my grandmother who I was um, attached to her. Like I followed her. All, attached at the hip? Oh, absolutely. Oh. I followed her all over. She couldn't move without me. I used to sit when she napped on the side of her uh, bed and wait for her to wake up and ready for this one, count her respirations just to keep a rhythm, oh. her breathing. <laughs> Nursing. Okay. So, and when she passes, I mean, that trauma yeah. was awful. And, and Scorpio is a sign of death. So it makes sense that that would be like a very like prominent moment oh, it, in your it, life it, because it, 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 it's um, like learning from death. It controlled my whole life. Yeah. Every part of my life, every pregnancy that I had, every single one, there was one dream once out of all everyone that I went to tell my grandmother that I was pregnant again. Oh, Literally remember this one where I was, went down into the grave to tell her. Okay. And then I remember my steps coming back up. I always told her that death hung with me my whole life. Yeah. It, 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 um, it was my first introduction. And then the second one was when I was 44 was my dad dying. I, I, my husband would say, you don't handle death. Well, I do handle it. Well, I have a, a deep uh, connection to it, mm -hmm. an emotional connection. And if someone doesn't have that same one, they don't understand it. Yeah. I might have been told that that is my weakness. I do not see that as a weakness. I see it as a strength. I have went through a lot of deaths in my life with, you know, with babies yeah holding them while they died i i honor death i yeah. really do you're it's, connected to it it's yeah part of, it's a regular part of your life yeah yeah and i don't i i, I mean i don't want it's upsetting i mean I, it took me a year to get over my dad and um but when you put me in the hospital setting and a baby is dying i have all the strength you can imagine mm -hmm. and i am not i won't i don't run from i i embrace it i i don't you know, I really do. I have that, that 11 year old made me strong. Although I was told it made me weak mm -hmm. by others, mm -hmm. but they were wrong. I know that now, but yeah. So yeah, those are some intense. Yeah. I, I guess I do have this connection. You're strong. I don't want to feel like I have an obsession with it. Some might say that I think I talk about death and life and death more than most people do. It's typical for Scorpio. Is it typical? Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, Halloween would say to me, she has made comments that I, you know, talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know you're going to die. You know, I, I, I have no fear of that ability to incorporate death into life. It just doesn't, but others don't. Because it's just part of the process, right? It is. My mother always said, you know, it's the only way to leave the world is you have to die. I mean, she just made me come, you know. Uh-huh. But others don't react to me when I'm, when I'm saying the way I feel comfortable mm -hmm. with it. And do you have like a, would you say like a connection to like the other side or like, do you like have like, um, like a practice for honoring the dead or do you just kind of just like think about them or like, yeah, I, them? I, I, they are my, um, who I pray to. Okay. I do not pray to a God. Mm -hmm. If, if you were to go to church, I don't go to church, but if you were to pray to a God, like people do, or Jesus or whatever people do, mine is my mother, mm -hmm. my father, my mother-in-law, the people who have died Yeah. that my grandmother, those are the people I, when people say, Oh, thank God. I'm like, 
to my, I thank my mother. I'm like, oh, mom, thank yeah. you. That type of thing. Like people would say, oh, thank God I found it. I'm like, oh, I was getting ready to go and throwing it in my bag. I'm like, oh, thank mom. Thank you, mom. You're a little bit late, but because I mean, I was running around the house, but that's who, who my connection is, is to my dead spirits, not yeah no that makes a lot I don't sense. really have that God mm. thing I don't yeah and I don't even feel bad I don't, it doesn't I'm not even afraid of saying that even you know I mean I'm not scared of that part of it yeah yeah that's your truth it is my truth yeah. and um you know in life I've only had really in death um still my grandmother my father and my mother the three most important people the most traumatic deaths i've experienced all mm -hmm. the other ones nursing home babies you know yeah it's just part of you assisting mm -hmm. and i can do that well but when it comes to myself it's not you know and handling it within the families it's a lot more difficult so yeah, yeah but it's i'm happy to hear that you like have such a close relationship with them now because i feel like they do really guide you oh by all means uh, there's not a day go by that I don't speak about my mother. There's not a day, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I was raised by a powerful woman. I say it over and over. I say it to my girls, my daughters. I and say she's it to my she's son. Probably gonna bring up her mom. I am. I will always. There isn't a day I do not. Yeah. There isn't. There isn't a day I do not bring her a phrase or something. Not a day, mm -hmm. honestly. And she's right. And I do. And I will. And I. And and in any situation, what my children are going through. Uh, I, I'll just keep using her. I'm like, you have to remember you were raised by, you were by powerful women, very powerful. My mother, my mother-in-law and me, mm -hmm. you have got that on your side. And that's, that's, that's why I say in order for help to help. And I've helped her. You just got to remember my mother is there. Bob, she, you know, they're there. Yeah. I really have a deep connection to, the, to that, those spirits. I love that. I'm very, I also am very connected to my, um, to my great grandmother and my grandmother on my dad's side. They are very strong women and have been through some crazy things. Right. And so they're right behind me being like, you can do it. You can do, yes. do it. Yeah. <laughs> my mother could do what she did. Yeah. And it's funny how we keep bringing up women, even though I had a wonderful relationship with my dad, my dad was, you know, I didn't, do anything wrong in his eyes but i still don't reference him as much as i reference a woman mm -hmm. well there i mean i feel like there would be a stronger connection to the feminine um connections in your family because of uh most of your planets are actually feminine they're like mo mostly earth and water oh, that are feminine like energy so it oh, makes good. sense you would resonate really strongly with that even though you have you know great love for your dad i do but <laughs> my great love for women is well, you know, in, in every aspect, I mean, you know, I have to have a woman pediatrician. I had to have a woman doctor. I have to have a woman lawyer. Everything I have has to be of, of women. Mm -hmm. I, I have to honor women and support women type thing, you know, from, from a young, young age, you know, like, you know, Roe v. Wade, bring that up, you know, 13 years old. Yeah. You know, like, yep, that's me. Pro-choice. Like, <laughs> What? Where'd you get your ideas from? I'm like, well, I got Taylor, you're so cool. <laughs> so I'm just cool. telling you, this is it. 13 years old, <laughs> you know, coming into a house, right? Into a Catholic house. Uh -huh. Yep, I'm pro-choice. They're like, <laughs> just like, who, who is this girl? And, you know, this little spitfire, like, you know, uh -huh. 
that's who I am. Oh my God, I can tell you the funniest story, but I, we don't want to, you have questions to ask me. I just, I do have more questions. Yeah, just, um, something I'm sure. Let's see here. So, okay. This next question is about, so Scorpios tend to merge with other people. And by merging, I mean that, you know, highly empathic, um, can sense, uh, other things around them happening. And they're probably most likely the first person to jump in and help another person mm -hmm. because they can sense the intensity of the situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I guess, oh, also, so I also wanted to relate this to one of my mom's best friends and who was like another mother to me growing up. She helped uh, my mom raise me, which is another example of Scorpio, like this woman, also with a very, Scorpio. very Scorpio has like four planets in Scorpio, just like you, and is often being the one like who's answering the intense phone calls and like being like, I'll be right over there. Don't worry. Like, yeah, just we're like our get refrigerator story, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I am not and letting this go. <laughs> yes and so um in that way like do you find that yeah I mean obviously that's something that I find Scorpios like Carrie and you to do like um how has that kind of been for you in your life oh I mean you said em em you know the empathy part uh -huh. oh that's my highest emotion you know empathy sympathy high empathy mm -hmm. high like over empathetic you know yeah really um to everything everybody yeah absolutely that is an absolute fact you hit that one on nail on the head and look at the refrigerator story I mean yeah. you know I mean really do I have to uh, and you know I initially tried to let it go and let both of you can take care of you know back off you know mm -hmm. and I just couldn't especially when I found out that you were unsuccessful I was like I just can't let this go and here's the thing you know I might've gotten rejected, but let me tell you, I would go down fighting. Yeah. And I was grateful for that. Cause like you even ampl amplified my intuition with that. Cause I was like, maybe we can just let it go. But then you're coming on strong and I'm like, okay, no, we got to go do this now. I am. And I it was so good that we did or else I don't know what would have happened. No kidding. 48 hour thing. When I heard that there and I was like, oh no, don't throw that in because if it started on Monday, they, Yeah. I told you this. I had a friend who I told her I was going to help you and I was going out to dinner and she's like, okay, so if you won't, if you're, if you're not arrested, you'll be at dinner with me tonight. Okay. Yeah. Because I, uh, you the know, Scorpio stain. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, don't mess with this whole thing that I know is right way. Mm -hmm. And you know, you what you get me going. I look very calm and quiet, but if you get me going, you know, like oh, you went right into all that information. You called the person. You were like, oh yeah. When you went when we went up to guest service. You were like, these are all the things that I know. So you can't <laughs> right. turn me away. Right. And I was mad because I left that note at home. But I'm like, no, I can get it on my phone. I have the one eight hundred number. I have it documented. And I'm making sure. And Carol, I had her name. I'm like Carol. At the one hundred. That's yeah. my personality to a T. Uh -huh. I don't like always doing that, but I don't find that hard to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's others just, think it's hard to do, but to yeah. me, it's just—it's investigative. It's investigative. You're like it's one of your one of your talents, one of your abilities. And I was doing. I was just doing that kind of day. I was doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. It just was in between everything. <laughs> you know, I could sit down. Okay, I could fit this in. Here's a one eight hundred number. You know, and I'm texting you, and be, well, I'm probably on hold. Say, yeah. I'm hoping that overstepping, but I can't let this go. I mm -hmm. can't. 
and Helene's not here to help you. And they rejected you. And I'm like, oh no, not yeah. happening. I'm, I'm going up there. I was very grateful. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the Scorpio the, the arresting thing, I've never been arrested, but I have, you know, um, and overstepped my, oh gosh, my behavior sometimes, you know, you wouldn't think it of me, but you know, I'm again, it's a, it's like both a weakness and a strength. I feel like a uh, part of the soul growth that Scorpio works with in that manner of like, they you know, very strongly speaking their truth is like, um, they learn that there has to be a boundary set where like, they're speaking their truth, but it's like in a loving way. Right. So it's with like a sense slowing of down. And, exactly. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what I, I don't want to keep bringing the person I'm married to, but the fact is, is there is none there. If I can achieve it, what he can't achieve, I can achieve the same thing, get the point across, but with a level of diplomacy and walk away, maybe someone not even hating me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this, it's an act of, it's just your method of delivery. Yeah. You know, and even, even when I get, you know, worked up, which I would have gotten worked up there. That's only one example because there's been many and um, I will have the information. I will stand my ground. I will not back down. And I will say words that I don't know. I just, I, I, it's just, I've been doing this my whole life, mm-hmm. you know, my career, my job, that was not my career. My career is my kids. You already know that you threw the card on that one in my tar- tarot card. My, <laughs> my career was my kid, but my job, the one I had the second one, mm-hmm. you know, being a, a NICU nurse, Yeah, you had to have that diplomacy. You have to, um, I've had families that were ready to, uh, pull a gun and knife, uh, another nurse or things that they don't like hearing the way that person responded yes. because they're in a traumatic situ- traumatic situation with yeah, their baby and they would feelings are high I want that nurse out of here and yeah. they're going to use a gun or whatever and um who would get called to come in to that situation to be the nurse that they would bring a new nurse in me so I had to step into that knowing I had to step in to that so knowing exactly what happened to handle it. yes yeah. we're gonna we have a situation we want to bring we have change assignments we need to have you come over this is what's going on mm-hmm. okay so take breaths right and yeah. figure out as i'm going there how am i going to approach them and um it's always been it's been always been successful it's like what you have to do is you have to um uh, relate to their feeling you know get on their level mm-hmm. not above their level you are a little bit, but you have to, there's, once again, there's a balance. Yeah. And I, I've been pulled in on that all my career. It's interesting. I actually know a lot of Scorpios that work in healthcare settings. And I think it's because like they're needed there. Right. <laughs> because right. of that, that ability to dive deep into the situation with the health and also to like use that underlying energy and empathy to like communicate with families with, with, with a diverse group of families yeah. in a t- stressful situation that they're in it's not your situation you back off of your stressful situation for a while you get into theirs mm-hmm. you move into their whole space merge into it yes merge completely into their whole space make them feel important make it's so easy to do well, I feel it is. 
It is. It is. It is. It's simple little things, you know, take one special extra thing with the baby and show, oh, I just tell you like the littlest of things I've learned, you know, wiping off a IV really, really well. And they see that. And then they're all of a sudden they're like, oh, no one else does that as well. You know, they see that extra touch and that extra makes care. them feel good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's like nothing to do. Like how simple is that? Right. Yeah. But there'll be people who like harder people are like they aren't going to do any of that for anyone i have no mm. problem doing that so i see i find that's nothing to it <laughs> it's simple right is it simple it's simple to me so anything else you want to go for i can i do so uh scorpio is also um the sign of partnership and so um what's interesting is that it's also again, you have all your planets in Scorpio and also the house of Scorpio. So there would be a lot of themes to do with your partnership and um, how that's changing you as a person throughout your life of like reflecting on things and probably a big theme in life would be partnership. Like, would you say in your life? What would be the theme of it? Like, do you find there's a lot of like, you know, situations you have to deal with that involve your partnership with another person? with the partner that I'm with most likely is wouldn't that be where we would be going with that, that I've been with someone Mm -hmm. for 44 years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's, um, within itself. Um, Hmm. That's really like, that could be a whole nother podcast. Right. Trying to to be with someone for 40, 44 years, 44 years. That is such a long time. It's a very long time, and I will only say this one thing. I can, I can say many, but I'm going to say one thing. You are not the same person I was then that I am now. Mm-hmm. And I've said this, Helene will tell you, Mom, I've heard it a hundred times. Every 10 years, there's a whole different human being there. Mm. Completely different. And, um, but I, you know, I, you have to somewhat accept that a little bit because both people change. I mean, in any friendships, even, right? Change. Right. So, um, yeah, um, I must say this, and I don't know if this goes along with me, but I've had a partner for so long that I, um, feel very comfortable without a partner. I feel very independent. That makes sense. I feel very dependent upon myself. I don't feel dependent on an apart on, on someone at all. Probably because of how much you've been taking care of other people your mm-hmm. whole life. Maybe. You just know how to do it. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm I'm not a woman who, and I have pe- people who are, who really depend on their partner, husband, anyone, whoever it is, I'm just going to use husband in this case for me. And um, that person has to do so much for them and mm-hmm. they depend on them. I depend on, I feel this way. Maybe I do, but I don't, I feel like I depend on no one but myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can do anything on my own. Yeah. I, don't, I must. I think I've evolved there, though. Well, I, it's, I, it's an interesting thing to, to think about because, I mean, obviously, so it being this, all this stuff relating to partnership, it's like you're still operating within the partnership, yes. but just in a different way. Yes. And it's like, you know, other signs like Aries might be like, I need another partner. Or like, they might be like, oh, like, I need to go deep into like, you know, what's wrong with them and like, try to fix them. Um, but like, 
I feel like you're doing like a, a unique thing where it's like you're still in the partnership, you have acceptance of what's going on, mm-hmm. and you're still operating the way that you want to. I am operating the way I want to. And luckily, I have someone who lets me operate and helps give that credit, right? A little bit there. Because I think that when I first started 44 years ago, I had more of a dependency as mm-hmm. a young person. There's definitely insecurities as a young person. You don't even know who you are, really. Yeah. You know, you're sort of imbalanced. And I probably had more dependency, but as, as years went on and I gained, I just gained a boatload of strength. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it surprises myself sometimes. Think, that Phoenix rising. Yeah. Ashes. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's absolute truth. I even surprise myself sometimes. I'm, I'm sort of scared. What am I going to be when I in at 70, people are going to be like, the energy is going to be flying off of it. Like, I'm just not going to stop. I'll be going on, you know, like I, my friends talk about these solo trips. They're solo trips for people. They can travel solo. I just talked to someone the other night. I'm like, I'm in for that. Yeah. Like, I have no, like, that sounds awesome. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just really ready to explore and, and be on my own. Not, you know, not probably not completely because I'm, you're right. I'm staying there, but I really like this ability to operate on my own. Uh-huh. Which is great because that's actually, that's part of the soul growth of Scorpio is that, so like they're learning boundaries of mm-hmm. like, you know, um, they learn that they are the first one to jump in intense situations and to like deal with everyone else's stress. But if you do that your whole life, you get sick, you get exhausted, your life, you look back at your life and you're like, am I having fun? Am I feeling good? Or am I only like taking care of everyone else all the time? So it's like learning that the whole Scorpio merging like soul growth thing is that you're able to set certain boundaries and be like I'm gonna let someone else take that one and I'll take this one Mm -hmm. that's you know I'm still taking care of myself but I'm still helping yeah um I'm going off and enjoying myself but also like I'm still available exactly I make myself still be available exactly in in the way that I can and often say that you know as long as I'm here I'll help if I can Mm -hmm. but Yes, I will still enjoy myself because that was something that came to me as a realization that I am a caregiver. That takes time to understand that too about yourself. You know, as you're growing, as you're evolving and you're figuring out who you are, and all of a sudden you start coming about and going, okay, or kids, nurse, um, my mother, take care of my mother. I took care of Bob's parents. I'm Mm -hmm. like, my grandkids. Oh, I am a caregiver. You need some time for you, and then I am a caregiver, though. That's who I am. Oh, all right. Well, now it makes sense, and I'm that's cool. Now I know at least, Mm -hmm. and yeah, and off I go to Yin Yoga. Yeah, and I do. I do make space for myself. I was there yesterday, and um, I am making space for myself. Absolutely, but still, I do know that I, I know that role. I understand the role, and I'm not letting that role completely dominate me I'm not although others might see that think that they are being critical Mm -hmm. and And I think a lot of other people maybe if they're not living your experience they see something completely different absolutely and like it really it's like how you look at it right well you have to learn that Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are afraid to um do that like what you just said they become self-conscious of themselves and think they have to live up to other people's thoughts Mm -hmm. everyone's done that I know I have done that I have outgrown that. And if it does bother me, I will speak it out loud to myself that I'm not going to let that bother me. <laughs> and tell myself, I have to, I, I have no choice because 
I am 63. I am no way um, going backwards. I'm going forward. Yeah. With what the time we have. Because once again, talk to Helene, she'll, you know, I'm, so how I said the time we have. She's always think she sees that I'm always talking about like, you know, knowing that I'm, that death is there. And some people don't even want to hear that. It's like you're all constantly reconciling with yourself. Well, that it's it's we, it's there. It's mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. And some people don't even want to speak about it. It's like you know, if you speak it, they're like, you know, oh, that's all you do is speak about it. No, it's all part of life. Mm-hmm. When I'm here, this is what I can do while I'm here. They don't like to, that. No one likes to hear that while I'm here. Yeah. Well, hmm? what? Well, how else? Sheila, I'm the same way. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. Well, I am. I'm, I'm always like, I could die tomorrow. We could. Yeah. It's reality. I mean, what's what's not to know about that? Growing up with my mother, here today, going tomorrow. Uh-huh. Simple phrase, she told me. In this, people, there's, a lot of people don't live by that. And I'm not living right. by it, but I'm just being, do what we can for, to, for today because mm-hmm. we don't know. Right. It's true. But not everyone wants to, not everyone thinks that way. Mm -hmm. Some, a lot of earth signs are, I would say earth signs, but I'm not exactly sure. It's probably like really actually relevant to the sign that it is like there, what kind of water, air, earth, that sort of thing. What is a Libra? I've lived with three three Libras. And they're all that way (laughs) of like thinking they have more time on the earth or like just let just it go uh, yeah it's just it's yeah. just this um oblivious to certain things very airy and spacey yeah oh you know the first the fourth and the ninth well you know and i you know i i birthed two of them libras and very similar mm-hmm. you know and um to not looking I don't know. I'm not looking forward. It's just like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't even describe what they are, but <laughs> I don't offend Libras. I'm not offending Libras. They all have their balance, right? I guess, but. Right. I, have I think the, the, I, what I really see between, I know you, that's probably a big mirror for you is like having so many Libras in your life. You're looking at how you're different from a Libra um of like Libras are always constantly thinking about like you know you can't say that because look at all these other people that have these opinions that like you haven't looked at yet when it's like Scorpio's being like I'm just saying what's relevant to right now like why are you bringing up everyone else's experience yeah exactly this yeah is mine I don't need you know I understand I am empathetic yeah to everybody you're else. like I feel everyone else like, this is all I have time for this is me saying what I'm having just listen to me I'm not you know I already knew you sure know, Libras, that I worry about everybody else already, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't have to get into that conversation, but, you know, yeah, they just don't like my strong-headedness. I'm very strong-willed. Mm-hmm. And they're very like, Let, just go with the flow. No, there's no, yeah, no. Yeah. If you went with the flow with the Libra or whoever, if I went with the flow, they, they'd still be... I have no idea where they'd be six months past still trying to flow somewhere where I have already like accomplished and I'm all the way up here and they're like flowing. It's like, I have no time for their, their low flow. Mm-hmm. I just know it's just like, Oh my God, give me that. I will take care of it. You know? Yeah. You're just, 
Yeah. <laughs> Not all of them, but you know. See, but then that's the mirror for them. Like that's what they're learning. It's like, oh, if I just flow all the time, yeah. I'm like, I don't get anything done. <laughs> then. Yeah. They're saying that about themselves. Well, if you live around me long enough, they know they'll get it done. <laughs> Because I, I know I can't let anything sit. You're like, you'll do it if they don't do it. Yeah, sometimes I will because, you know, it's not really that difficult mm -hmm. for me. I don't find things that difficult. I do. Um, yeah, we certainly do have. At us, we uh, Scorpios, if anyone can relate to it, talk a lot to ourselves. Mm -hmm. I don't know if most people do. So Scorpio is actually um, throat chakra. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's the reason it's oh. uh from what I saw on your uh chart, which I'm just gonna look at it one more time here to show you like where your energy sits. Oops, that's not well, what I want. It wanted. should sit there because let me tell you, I will talk all day long. Um yeah, so <laughs> Sun, Mars, Mercury is in Scorpio. So that's three of your planets operating in your throat chakra, and then um your moon and your Venus are operating in um Virgo in your heart chakra uh so that's pretty interesting to me of like this is where all your energy sits right here is like your heart and that empathy and mm -hmm. the the scorpio is speaking your mind mm -hmm. and truth mm -hmm. and get in that information exchange and constantly speaking yeah constantly always have something to say mm -hmm. and to everyone anywhere <laughs> have no problem and i always attributed to my job did that to me I don't know if what what came first, you know, because at your job, I you know, I, you could talk for twelve hours straight, uh -huh. and you know, um, it fit me perfectly. So I didn't know what came first. I'm like, did my job make me like that, or am I just like that? You know, I don't. Have, mm -hmm. I lost track of that, but I just don't have a problem at all anywhere I go. It just, yeah. you know, I feel comfortable. So that makes a lot of sense. The throat chakra being so open. Mm -hmm. And I know Helene made a comment like, you know, you said yours was closed, and Helene's like, well, my mother's is wide open. <laughs> it is. That's a lot of energy there. I'm so, what, what you could kind of do to balance out your energy field. So, because it all sits right here, I mean, you're doing yoga. So, this is great. This will, it will like doing things that where you're moving your body mm -hmm. and being like really in your body will like move that energy through you, like to the earth. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that mm -hmm. you're not just always like right here. No. Yeah, absolutely. Today yeah. Um, was in yin was heart opening. Mm -hmm. We worked on that as winter is coming and the legs are heavy. And so, yeah, yin is, and that's a seasonal thing for me. Yin it slows is, you down. Yeah. Like um, in the summer, I really couldn't do a lot of yin. I didn't want to be slow. Mm -hmm. I needed a lot of going on and then September came and just things kept coming and then October came and then you know it's calling me like I have to be in yin now like I can feel that I need that mm -hmm. and when I got there I was like oh thank goodness because and I really am going to make a commitment to that I need to be there and that's how I was last year around this time the same thing I was dedicated because mm -hmm. I needed and then all of a sudden the summer comes and it just the movement changes right and like I don't know if I can sit still long enough but Quietly. yeah, that body movement probably really helps with your energy yeah. whenever you do it. And I've been practicing Hatha a lot more on Saturdays. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, I know I need to go to yoga. <laughs> I, well, I need to do something for myself and that's what fits with me. Yeah. At this point in time. Or going for walks or being in nature, anything that's really grounding that where your body can like um, 
let that energy go all the way through you well you know in my younger days um in my 30s early 30s and 40s and some late 50s i ran you know um heavily road races four times a year like really obsessively running you know if i saw a road i only looked at a road that i would be running on it wow. yeah oh i was to put in you know 30 35 miles i trained for fryhoppers run for women and all those things mm -hmm. i was you know obsessed with running it became because it was you know you know to pay for it and um part of my nature maybe i would have training schedules if i was running a race you know hills and hill training and long runs and speed i'd go down to a track when the holy i drop her off at nursery school and i would go down to the track and do speed work and well yeah i did a lot of road races and then i just sort of didn't feel that need for them anymore mm -hmm. like, your awareness bunch other yeah, things for that and and then I started running just for fun and leisure and then even now that I find walking a little bit more in, enjoyable and less traumatic to you know your whole body yeah, yeah for sure I mean I was a runner I don't know if Elaine told you yeah. that I ran cross country from like age like sixth grade to throughout senior in high school and it was it did a lot <laughs> like to my body like I was constantly getting stress fractures and right uh, my body was a little bit frail because all I was doing is running right right exactly um, yeah yeah, yeah. It's it hard yeah yeah and then as you age it does yeah you know if you don't stay up with it you have to really you can't just like I you can't just say oh I'm gonna run once a month because you're so you know but yoga luckily you can sometimes you know hot or yin you can get back to that mm -hmm. um, but yeah you got to be a little bit more um, regimented for it so um I, I just move with the move with your body is calling you to do at this time mm -hmm. you know that's what's calling me so one other thing that i thought was really interesting in your chart that i wanted to mention on the podcast which i mentioned to you, it to you right before we started but you have like your neptune your natal neptune actually sits on your sun and what i've learned in medical astrology is that the sun represents the body and that neptune can represent like infections and mm -hmm. like problems and that sort of thing so I found that super interesting I've only ever seen that with uh, one other person where their Neptune is sitting right on top of their sun and I just wanted to bring that up because that's so interesting it is very interesting <laughs> it really is because it's almost like you're giving me an explanation yeah for what I have because I, I feel like have, you're just more susceptible to that happening in your life I don't have an explanation yeah I do not I literally I'm 63 I'm going to just say at 50 I, I can't even remember at this point literally going along life get blood work and you see platelets normal two to four hundred I'm going to do really brief and mine are 800 mm -hmm. wow and like well they've been up to 1.7 million okay so <laughs> so that's like I would love 800 but anyway um and and all of a sudden out of nowhere there it, it appears mm. and it's like you know if you're trying to figure out well why why would I get something that's rare literally rare like I almost looked at myself and like well man aren't I unique <laughs> you know I mean rare I get a thing that's rare how does that come up and I really don't feel bad you know sickly about it but it's sort of it's, it's taken up my energy mm -hmm. for, for, for the rest of my life it's going to take up my energy yeah you know it's 
It's just a part of it. It's become a part of it. And there's there are some people, it's, you know, I might as well say it online because people might understand essential thrombocythemia, right? <laughs> that some people have like reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it's a Jack mutation. Or it's, I have, there's no reason. There's no, 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 there's no explanation at all. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. It's just, it is. This is what it is. This is what it's doing. This is what your body's doing, but there's not a reason for it to be doing it. And I don't know what the trigger is. And this is the only explanation I ever got from anyone for a trigger because I went to a naturopath to try to find the root cause Mm -hmm. because that's what they look at, root causes. Yeah. There's no root cause. Not not a root cause anywhere. Nope, nope. You're going to be taking those meds. It's the way it's going to be. And that, so that was that. So I stopped going there. And um, the only, so here's the first explanation for it is <laughs> in astrology. In astrology. That I it. was destined <laughs> for something. Aww. So if I can say anything about it, I guess that's per, not, it's not that bad of a thing. I can handle it. You can live with it. Yeah, I can live with it. I can live with it. Yeah, you can it's live a fairly, um, your your life expense expectancy is fairly average, mm-hmm. pretty close to average. Um, you know, I am now delving into a whole different part of it mm-hmm. because now that they've gotten the platelets under control, what you take gets them those cells normalized from the bone marrow, but wrecks havoc on all the other ones. Oh. So while they're lowering that one, they're lowering everything else. So now I'm stepping into a new place and um, I'll just go with flow with it. You know, Interesting. I like, I like medicine. So here I go. So, yeah. So my whole, so watch our, you're going to say this, this is new. So Scorpio. So on my next visit with my doctor, I will say, what, Hey, found the reason. you haven't found an explanation <laughs> for what I have. And it's been bugging me for 13 years, but I just found out. I love it. Due to astrology, just, yeah, that my Neptune sits on top of my sun. And I'm destined, I was destined to have something. And if I'm going to get anything, I guess I'll take this one. I don't know what else is, what else could I choose? I don't know. I wouldn't know what else to choose. Oh my goodness. Right? Yeah. So there you go. Thank you. There you go. Take that one. Wow. Take that one for astrology. Yeah. Well, well, that's very interesting. It is. It really is. I was, um, I can't remember if I was 50. I, I, I'm thinking I was around 50. I honestly, I've lost track of mm. this, you know, journey. Mm-hmm. It's just become another part of it. Oh yeah. And then to look at, you know, and it's a hard journey sometimes because, and a lot of people who have this say the same thing to look at me, you would not know. And that's the problem with this blood disorder for anyone who has it is to look at you. You don't know your blood disorder isn't look on your body but when you pull up your labs yeah then you see the blood disorder it's on paper it's kind of like hidden like a hidden illness like yeah, people wouldn't no, think that, that you no, have it no, no. i mean because if you're fatigued due to it no mm-hmm. what's that's okay right to be tired or um and i'm not gonna get into anything else right now but yeah. but if you pull the paperwork out and if you have any idea of what that looks like you're like oh mm-hmm. oh cow i remember mentioning it to one of my nurse friends what my platelets were and like scared the heck out of them oh wow you know they were scared to death like you know and i wasn't and i'm not <laughs> i wasn't even scared of it anymore because i've watched them go up over 10 years mm-hmm. so yeah so that's pretty cool to know that about myself i was it was destiny because i couldn't figure this out well i hope that it like Mm. gets better somehow Mm -mm. 
No, it's not gonna get better. It won't get better. No, no, it doesn't get better. It just, it just stays, and then you just deteriorate. Uh, I don't think you deteriorate. I think you just um, negotiate the, um, you balance out what you have with with meds. You, I you see. balance I it. See. It shouldn't. Hopefully not. I, I really don't. Honestly, it's it really it's a it's a journey. I, I don't know. I know a little bit about where it's going, but, and I know a little bit on how to, what I need to do to solve it. Okay. That's Scorpio. Again, I go to the doctors. I already have a plan in my head mm-hmm. on what to expect. Yeah. Like I don't go in there thinking, Oh, you're going to be told like waiting for someone to tell me something. I go in there all in my mind, having it set, like, okay, this is what I'm going to be approached with. Cause I've examined my own labs and almost coming up with what, what I'm going, how I'm going to plan it, right. and then negotiate with my. And I had the most wonderful doctor that let me do this. Oh wow! Praise her to to know my to personality. With with she it. oh she knew me right on. Yeah, she used to say that to me. Right, she would say, "Oh, well, maybe someday we we can reduce you down." And I'm like, "All right." She was, "I knew you'd like to hear that." I mean, she <laughs> just she had my number. I'm like, "Oh my god, I love this woman." She just retired. And she let me, she knew, she let me have, I need to control. Mm-hmm. So when I walk in, I don't walk in like, let's so, oh, they're going to tell me what to do. I'm like right in there. My paperwork is out. I got my pen and I'm negotiating. Right. Yeah. And I'm negotiating. So what do you mm-hmm. think? And I don't fight them. What is your opinion? Oh, if you think I should, I will. But if, you know, I, I will negotiate my, my, I have, it's my control. Yeah. It's mine. Where other people will walk in there and they'll come out and I'm like, well, how'd it go? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I'm calling up. Yeah. <laughs> What's going? You know what I'm saying? I know. I'm just, I would tell you something. I'm not even going to say the stuff I do on in the podcast because it's really you probably not probably very scorpion. You wouldn't to see like get the time to put all this in. <laughs> what she does right yeah and and how you can be in so many little streams I could be in so many of them yeah I think one thing that Scorpios and Pisces have in common are uh they have like kind of keep some like they have some of their secrets that they like you know they're they're willing to share them but they're like you know things that they carry with them that they're like well, I'll bring this out if I need to, but I'm not necessarily going to share it openly because of like how intense it is. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Might scare some people. Uh-huh. Luckily, I have a brother who is a Pisces, March 14th, and um, gosh, we get along so good. Yeah, I think Scorpio oh, and Pisces do do get along because of that. They both can sense intense energy. They're both really compassionate and jumping in to help other people. Yes. And orderly. Um, I mean, my brother's order is orderliness. And I see our similarities, like mm-hmm. we think so much alike that, uh, you know, we get it, we get each other and, and the level of respect mm-hmm. for each other. Is, you just understand how each other operate. Yeah. Yeah. And respect it. Yeah. Even though there's so many opposites to us, mm-hmm. my, my lifestyle, you know, he'll laugh at, you know, oh, that's her going out for yoga and uh, eating, you know, her vegan, whatever. And. Cause I'm, you know, yeah. but, but, but there's no, um, it's just a complete there's uh, no judgment. No, there. there's not a judgment. There's yeah. an acceptance. Pisces and, is really good at accepting like other people doing. But I, I believe my brother is accepting because he was raised by my mother's Capricorn who mm-hmm. was 
January 3rd, one of the most accepting humans I've come across in my whole life and allowed my brother and I to be who we are, mm -hmm. these accepting people. Yeah. And allowed us to be who we wanted to be. Him to be him, me to be me, and just, you know, stood back sometimes, guided, but then also allowed us to be. So being raised by her. I love Capricorn so much. Yeah, it really helped my brother and myself and my sister. My sister's a cancer. I don't know many of them, but man, she is just mm -hmm. um, the most easygoing yeah. human. Cancer also, water sign, tends to go with the flow. Oh, does she so ever? That's interesting. Oh. Yeah. So your sister's a Cancer, your brother's a Pisces, and you're a Scorpio? Yes. You've got the three water signs in your family. You just my mother burned together. My mother burned three water signs. <laughs> I love it. Well, my sister is amazing, man. <laughs> She, I could, she, she just puts up with me in the car, puts up with me everywhere. Yeah. I think this is how I am. I am worse with her. Like I, my, my, um, you just, whoa, she, I implode. Yeah. And I mean, that's what cancer is for. Cancer is like, she tell just, me all of your problems. Oh, she just sits there. Yeah. <laughs> sits there. Let's me say curse words. Puts <laughs> up with me. She knows I'm going to go, how I'm going to react. She just is like, calm. Why? <laughs> we are like in a car. It's like she knows what she's going to get from me. I go right in. Oh my goodness. She is just, yeah, amazing. You know, mm -hmm. we have such um, fun. She, and she has actually fun with me, you know, because she knows what I'm going to do. Uh -huh. And we have to laugh at me. We laugh at me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah my mother That's was so cool. uh, birthed us. Three, but I give a lot of credit to my mom. I really do. Mm -hmm. I, I say, I, I talked about you this. Talked about I it. told you about the power of my mother. She's always I told you. The rub dog in her because she's around all the time. It's being like. I think that she's so stuff. powerful. She has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just has to be. I, 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 I have had so many things happen. And my brother has also that her, him and I have had conversations really? that we know that she has guided that. We know it mm -hmm. because we say, and my brother He's a good, he's a independent contractor and you haven't met my brother. No, oh, no. Okay. Wow. I'm not even going to say anything about my brother. I'm lying about his personality, but anyway, um, to, to him to say this is like, she's impossible. He said impossible that she did not steer that boat. I so I do. Yeah. I do believe yeah. that she is there doing that. And that's what keeps me going. You know, mm -hmm. people go to church, people have God. I have my mother. So that's just the way it is. Cotton that's beautiful. Drill, that's it. That's beautiful. That's who my deity is, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe I hope that, um, here we go. I mean, oh my God, when I'm not here, she'll, no, she'll go crazy over that, that I'll be that for them. You know, that, that that's what they're going to do. That's what I want to leave behind mm -hmm. that and uh you know so that you know all of my kids will 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 do the same thing i'm doing find strength in what was right yeah that's beautiful she yeah. collective die now i just can't believe i'm doing but that does get you emotional doesn't it anyone it does. yeah wow i so inter enjoyed interviewing you today you could probably go on forever <laughs> 
you're such a strong woman and you're so insightful and you're so reflective mm. and I really yeah I for most of my interviews I feel like it's been very um I think my water sign interviews that I've had have been a lot more flowing and and more have more depth and insight and that's because that that's very water sign but uh yeah no this is one of my favorite interviews so, so far yeah. so thank oh, you oh we can probably keep going it'll basically be part one and then you'll come up with a yeah. whole new thing you're like okay I have part two we'll see what I do next year <laughs> you're like okay um here's what I didn't get to talk about mm -hmm. with you because like we did in, in the department store my daughter I already did that to you and I looked at you and like go with it just don't say it's very good daughter right. just, that is me I'm like don't say anything my daughter here is not gonna have a refrigerator you know uh -huh. so yeah and just don't take that personally because I do do that no um, I don't take it personally I just really do connect with anyone my children are connected to mm -hmm. and I like that I like I connect to people's souls I like I had a even a person reach out the other day and they're just like you don't care about your family and I was like actually everyone's my family right, right. so like I, I mean I don't know what you're trying to say with that sentiment but like everyone like I feel that soul connection with everyone so I don't know how to like come from your experience of like being only close to your own family members because I feel more connected like outside of that right to other people or all, all the way around right mm -hmm. for me you know having the four children and then having each of them having significant others sometimes and then I mean it's and then having grandkids it's become really pretty big mm -hmm. I mean because you know any like I said my children whoever I meet like when I went to Washington State I mean I connected with Cricky like so long like uh, I'm best friends with Cricky type thing you know I mean I do that and she'll say that oh is that your best friend right she'll do I think Helene say that to me but that's how I feel I you know I, yeah. I try to find something out special about Cricky I admire that and I and I'm like if he gets on the phone he's talking to her and I'm like right in there you know you know, how are you yeah and, you know even with you and katie like you know you just connect to the uh people who like you know your your daughter's friends names like that's impressive to me well right <laughs> to know well because that's part of your children's lives yeah you know that's the connection that you have with your children mm -hmm. and i do that with natalie you know i i met all the friends down there bambi and daniel and when they come around it's like you know it's like you've come back to a family when I go down there mm -hmm. and we have dinner together and we sit and, you know, and Hannah, I've met Hannah's friends and yeah, but because like you said, we're all, that's part of my kids' families yeah. and I enjoy one of my kids' families. So yeah, anytime I'm around, I'm retired. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Sheila. You're welcome. Um, and wave at the camera. <laughs> and then uh thank you for listening to my podcast and um be sure to check in next month for when i interview whoever i'm going to interview for sagittarius season everyone oh. have a great day bye see ya peace <laughs>